Welcome to Set the Record. I'm Malcolm Anthony, all the way from Houston, Texas. We got Cody, Editor-in-Chief. Yes, sir. What it do, everybody? Hey, subscribe to the show wherever you're watching. YouTube, Spotify, listening, of course, on Apple Podcasts. Give us those five stars. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter at Set the Record Pod. Like the Facebook page, Set the Record Podcast. Sports, 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 right? I mean, look, huge show, great show planned for you today, as always. We're dropping it into the NCAA bracket where nobody has a perfect bracket. <laughs> and, uh, and and myself, I, I have nobody left. I don't need either. Yeah, it's, 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 it's finished, man. Both of our, our top picks were cooked <laughs> in the same round. It was like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, literally. So yeah, you had you had Houston going out, and I had Alabama going out, and also Texas, uh, who was my loser in the championship, going out today. Uh, Texas so, was my second pick if Houston didn't win. Yeah. So. <laughs> all, all bad, all bad on the second uh, set the record account of uh, NCAA brackets. But look, that's the world uh, we know it as uh, the tournament goes on, and and everybody who filled it out is has failed tremendously so uh we are not alone in, which is wonderful so join us in this endeavor and talking about these few teams who are left we got san diego state san diego state man okay crazy playing florida atlantic the owls first the aztecs you know about that you know and these that? are four teams that nobody expected to see in the final. Nah, but two of them, two of them. Crazy. I'll tell you a little bit about the Florida Atlantic, the CUSA champions. They've won 11 straight games. Okay. Team not messing around 35 and three on the season. And they've looked really well so far doing it. They've got two guys. Look, two guys, I think, with this team that you can't look, you can't, you can't forget about. But look, Florida Atlantic is barely winning their their basketball games. Did you know that? Barely, barely. Florida Atlantic they're they're winning by an average margin of three point seven a game. So look, game, look man. for the Aztecs and San Diego State to come around. Okay, look look for San Diego State to to win this basketball game. I'm just saying. Just saying, keep it. Just saying. All right. What about on the other side? What are we thinking about? The other side, UConn, man. UConn looking great, winning their games by an average margin of like 22 and a half points per game. Pretty much slaughtering the competition. Oh, yeah. that's. I mean, it's, it's going to be tough to beat anybody who's that hot on that much of a roll, winning by that much. But, you know, also on the flip side, Miami also demolished houston you know they won by a lot too so yeah they're winning by 11 points per game so no they're they're the two best teams by average points per game by by average uh victory uh margin of victory but i it's it's kind of stinks that we're not getting them in the final game miami and uconn i think that would be super great uh dream that that would that would be the dream, uh, but but instead, uh, the Owls or the Aztecs will get to fight uh, the Hurricanes or uh, the Yukon Huskies. So look, and it's kind of crazy. The the highest seed that could be in the finals is going to be a four seed, and that that's just kind of wild. Um, and 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 on the other side, it's going to be a nine or a five. So I, it's just this is this has been a wild tournament, uh, full of upsets, and uh, really. Uh, Miami really closing out Texas in the second half today uh, was impressive. So 
UConn's going to have their hands full. I really definitely think the tournament, the end of it next week, man, we're going to have the Final Four on Saturday. Um, That's going to be awesome to watch. Big time, big time. Always lots of fun, man. March is maddening, as they say. Yeah, and I believe it. Uh, After my bracket is now, what, three millionth in the world, I'm not very happy about that. That's no rough. good. That is rough. <laughs> but now, nah, man, look, uh, a couple of guys, uh, not really rough in it, so to speak. Uh, a couple of guys, a trio of individuals, uh, really striving for excellence uh, in in another league. A tremendous uh, is where these guys strive to go, right? These uh, NCAA guys are going for the NBA, and a lot of them would go for this MVP if they had the opportunity, right? Oh yeah. We have three Speaking guys. Of the MVP. Three guys fighting for it, man. And do you think, with the way it's shaking out, there's any time for anybody to pull away with it right now? Is there time to pull away? Well, I think it's if any if anybody has a chance to pull away with it right now, it's Joel Embiid because okay. he's the guy that has the two games upcoming versus the other two candidates. Okay. Now the Sixers as a whole, the Sixers at least in the past week have been kind of shaky after you know receiving high praise from me, right? Mm-hmm. They, we talked yeah, uh-huh. talk about them last yeah. week, and then they one and three, seven and three in their last ten, and then one and three in their last four. Uh-huh. With losses to the Bulls, mm-hmm. first time in Joel Embiid's career, mm-hmm. which is always always a bad thing. You don't want to lose to the Bulls. Another loss was to the Suns. Tell me about and it. a loss to the Warriors. Yeah, and a hey, and the Warriors, man, they whew, they look yeah. good. And here's game. the thing about that, though, it's like what's scary here for Sixers fans is that so you're losing against teams that are except for the Bulls, playoff caliber teams. Oh come Warriors, on, Bulls are right Suns. there, play in fights. <laughs> They're in a play in fight. Play He's in. over here dogging on the Bulls, man. They beat you once, man. Make them do it again play in all right but you know they, they're losing to those teams and you know credit where it's due right they beat the pacers they beat the hornets they beat the wizards they beat the blazers these are teams that they're supposed to beat teams that like are more on the ropes not really certified right so you beat the teams you're supposed to beat which is always great but what's really concerning is once you get to those nitty-gritty teams those teams that are like projected to make a, a deeper playoff run teams that even though they're on the other side of the conference you know like are in the same caliber of those teams you're going to see later. That's where it starts to get scary. Yeah. I mean, it's Joel Embiid has performed. The Sixers as a team, they, they've performed, but not to their level. James Harden had a horrible game against the Bulls. He's not, not, he's not up to snuff right now either. But they're saying he has an Achilles injury, which is yep. the reason why he was whipping so mark. many shots. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, it's like. Name. You ain't got your legs. It, you for shot. me, as a fan, that sucks because James Harden always gets that wear and tear Late like, come playoff time. Yep. But, you know, but yeah, I mean, right now, the Sixers have the toughest upcoming schedule. All right. They have a game versus their next, well, their, clo- their remaining games. They have eight games left. Yep. Nuggets, Mavericks, Raptors, yep. Bucks, Celtics, Heat, Hawks, Nets. Nets. These yeah. are all. You know, if they you have the NBA's toughest schedule. Games. Yeah, to end the season, NBA's toughest schedule. Philly does. Uh, they definitely got their hands full, but they have the MVP front runner, as you said, and and that's what I'm just, saying. This is the perfect opportunity right here. If you show out and you go 
maybe like six, two, seven, one, eight, and zero oh to finish the season. You know, that's why you I said six and two. You know, yeah. like if you if you win most of those games and Joel Embiid is dominant in those games, then he has the MVP on the wraps. Yeah, no, I think they can go five and three in that match. No, no problem. Five and three uh, to end the season. I got six and two. All right, we'll see how it plays out. We'll see, see how it goes. We got about two weeks and uh, about eight games. Yeah, no, no, man, it's going to be nice. Uh, you just said it. One and three, uh, Philly uh, in the last four. And Joel really isn't really having a problem himself in those games. He scores just fine, averaging 34 points a game. And with the three guys he's going, or two guys, he's going head-to-head with with this uh, MVP uh, in Giannis and uh, Nikola Jokic. Uh, Embiid's averaging the most points, you know, and he's doing it on pretty great shooting, you know, about 59% field goal percentage, kind of incredible. Um, 85% from the free throw line, also the better of those three guys. Um, and defensively, I'll, I'll add as well, Joel Embiid is above those two guys in Giannis and uh, Nikola Jokic. So, I think he's um, uh, actually been climbing up the ranks for the NBA's Defensive Player of the Year ladder as well. Yeah, I mean, I Jared like Jackson should have clutch. that. I think it's a clutch up. player. Yeah, JJJ should have that. But uh, Embiid, uh, he's averaging 2.7 blocks a game and almost one steal per game. Um, and, and, and Giannis and uh, Nikola are, aren't doing that. Uh, Nikola and Giannis are barely averaging a half a block a game and only one steal per game. It's actually a crazy drop off. I kind of surprised me because Giannis, Dude, Giannis, a, Giannis used to be a SWAT, he's been like a two block per game guy. Yeah, he's this, he's a defensive player there. But you know what? He's been letting Brook Lopez take that. You know, yeah, Brook Lopez has also been having a deep boy caliber season. Not saying yeah. he is the defensive player of the year, but no, he he's up there. He's up there. Absolutely no. But so but but to give to give Embiid a little you know uh, extra mustard on the hot dog. You know, like I said, he's leading in in points per game free throw percentage and I think his defensive numbers are um above Giannis and uh Jokic Jokic so uh but no and Giannis honestly the Bucks have been looking fine all season number one in the east uh it's hard to discredit that they climbed up the ladder um they weren't so hot at the beginning of the season and they found the rhythm um and Giannis is averaging 30 points a game. I mean, like, this guy's. it's hard to argue what he does is because it's so consistent, it's kind of boring now, right? Right? It's kind of what right. he wants. The voter fatigue kicking in, you know, that's why he's, like, third in the MVP race. When... Yeah, yeah. And, and and that's fine by me. But, but he's also, to me, if, if you say he's third, he's also been the flatline most consistent of these three guys. Like... He's shooting 30, what, 33% from three-point, which is kind of wild for Giannis. But it's second among these three guys. He's doing better than Joel and right under uh, Nikola for this award right now. And his field goal percentage is 63% from the floor, which is uh, tied with Nikola for the best uh, in this MVP race. You know what I'm saying? Of the three of them, it's the most difficult for Giannis to have a bad game. Just when you take yeah. take into account his, his his physical tools and the way he plays the game, yeah, you're, he's unstoppable. 
Yeah, you're more likely <laughs> to get a Jokic or Embiid bad game than a Giannis bad game, yeah. just because you're not going to stop Giannis from running from one end of the court to the other, you know? No. Yeah, and Jokic is slow, uh, and, and he can miss shots. And, when, and the same with, same with, with Embiid. When Embiid. He starts to settle, because yeah, he does that a lot more a lot than of any them. of them. Yeah. No, for but sure. He hasn't been doing it recently, but he, it's yeah, actually um, been flipped now. Now in the fourth lately. quarter, he's he's getting dominant. You know, after being more on chill, I guess in the in the first half. I like that though. This version of Embiid is nice, and he could he could drag this Philly team somewhere if he if I think if he had to. Um, we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. But but as we spe- as we speak of these guys, uh, Nikola Jokic, man, uh, a, a guy who's going for his third straight. MVP, the Joker, as they call him. Uh, they've won three in a row, right? The Nuggets have won three games in a row, and winning these games is what's important. They just beat the Milwaukee Bucks, right? Yes, they did. That was for a good three quarters, a pretty good game. I was gonna say, yeah, for about two two and a half quarters, that was a solid basketball game. And then it was not a good game anymore. <laughs> Jamal Murray and, and Jokic, they just, they played some tandem basketball and shut the shit down. Difference in that game was the supporting cast. Yeah, it, it was. That's, you know, we, we had Jamal Murray go for like 20, one twenty six points, I think it was. MPJ had like nineteen, yeah. I believe. Jamal off Murray, the top of my head. Yeah, Jamal Murray had uh, twenty six. Twenty six. MPJ had nineteen. Nineteen, yes, sir. Exactly, and then Air, you know, Aaron Gordon didn't have as much. I think he had nine, but he was doing all the little stuff on. The that's court. what he's he meant. He's the dog. He, was, he he's yeah. been taking the Giannis assignment that game, right? Yeah. So you know, not you're not going to hold Giannis, right? Nobody is, but he took the challenge. He, he stepped up to it. And Giannis didn't have the help that Jokic did that game specifically, which for me, it's... Well, nobody can hit kinda, a three, man. Yeah, they, nobody, they were poor yeah. three-point. They, they couldn't buy a three-point bucket. And, you know, I know we've um, uh, we found a dog on the Nuggets ourselves, you know, when it comes to, like, matchups, when it comes to the playoffs. Right? Yeah, a little bit. They're slow, Steve, right? It's but the way I they play, man. It's the Everybody, way they play. Yeah. I think the, the Bucks match up pretty well for the Nuggets. Like, if we were to see a them in in the finals i think the nuggets have a better chance of beating them than other teams in the west i just because of the way they match up just because yeah. what we saw in that last game they don't attack Jokic as well as other fast teams do yeah they don't no, have I, the need to they have Giannis. they also had like you just cool. mentioned their contributors on denver contributed you know their their yeah. bench played well um compared to the Bucks as well. Like I just think, I don't know if this if they have seven games. I think the Bucks win five out of seven. You know if they. I mean I think you know what I'm saying. I don't think this. I just I think they can win it in six games if if that were to be the case. But uh, and I, I look I, I I'm by I I got to see Denver do it, man. Before I, before I believe in anything, man. I just we'll see how far they go. Um, hey, man. Um, as of when this episode comes out today, the Nuggets are actually going to play the Sixers. Yes, sir. Which really sucks for the Nuggets to have the Bucks and the Sixers back to back. I would hate the like, schedule gods, man. Man, that sucks. But we're talking about what it takes for Embiid to pull away with this award. And now what it takes for Jokic to pull away with this award. If, if he beats his two competitors on a back to back. Yeah. Right. We already saw them clash back like 
a month or two ago, and yeah. Embiid was able to take that one. If Jokic can get his get back right after beating Giannis, I think that projects him right back up there in yeah. the MVP race. It, yeah. It'll be tough to deny him, right? No, absolutely. Especially if they win, that'll put them on a four-game winning streak, and they're looking at the it'll Pelicans the and the Suns. So yeah, no, look, it's puts uh, them on a four-game win streak, and then puts the Sixers on a losing streak. Yep. So it like you know like the the balances will shift. Yep. 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 It's the same yeah, the, thing, you know. The pendulum swings, man. It's, it's man. It's 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 it's, it's, it's something. Something's gonna happen, man. It's, this is gonna be nice. I like the way. Uh, I like this the way it's shaking down, man. It's nice that we do have a race that this that's this tight at the end of the season, and it's kind of nice too because with the MVP as tight as it is, we have the Western Conference equally as tight. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. We have. Between seeds four through 12 as uh, what four games separate that, which there's only seven or eight left. So that's not a lot to, to play with. Not a huge margin for error. Can't afford to lose, man. All of these games are extremely important. No doubt. And, and uh, you mentioned losing to the Bulls earlier, how Philly couldn't do that and shouldn't have done that. Well, look at the Lakers just losing to the Bulls today. They lost to the Bulls. Hey, you know what? The Bulls are just that team. They will... They will crush your soul when it's you need the win. Levine and DeRozan could shoot your face off, man. They could it's shoot. The Pat Beverly effect. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. <laughs> I forgive you. I forgive you for that. But I tell you what, he told Pat, LeBron he was too small. <laughs> he, he was, hey, uh, he could do that. And that play, he could do that. I didn't like it, but he could do that. They won the game, and 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 he proved in that moment. Too small. So revenge look, game. what's up, Patrick Beverly revenge game? Uh, yeah, he said <laughs> he had this one marked on his calendar weeks ago. So we already knew, and they got to play play again. So uh, that's gonna be just fine. But yeah, now the Lakers, man, they were doing just fine before Bron got back. Lose the the game with Bron on his uh, thirteen game absent. In that time, they were eight and five, kind of floating. Floating there between seven and ten, you know, flying under the radar. They even got as low as eleven at one point, right? Um, I mean, it's it's a readjustment game too, you know. It's not like oh no, yeah, it's, it's, it's not like it's a bronze fault. It's it's always difficult to come in after a team was rolling and then and add a player of LeBron's caliber. Now you have to try to refigure everything out, especially after having that roster turnaround, you know. Yeah. So I don't blame them. I think the Lakers will be fine. I, they probably will end up making the playoffs now that they have. Most of their team pretty healthy now. I think yeah, you know, they're I think, just missing Mo Bamba. Yeah, Mo Bamba and D'Lo. Uh, oh, D'Lo, that's right. D'Lo didn't play uh, today. And that, that kind of didn't help a little bit. I mean, Vanderbilt had a rough game. Uh, Austin Reeves didn't play his best game. He had a lot of turnovers. Uh, LeBron coming off the bench. Uh, couldn't buy a three. I mean, he so looked behind. It was, no, the overall, the, the, the shooters weren't making shots. And really... Um, Chicago just played harder. I mean, it's just part of the game sometimes. But yeah, no, uh, Lakers, uh, they can do better. You know, like I said, three and one in the last four. And AD, man, just, I don't think he did enough today either. 15 points, nine rebounds. You can't get that AD. Where's the MVP AD? We man? need, we need MVP AD. You, he can't be, he, he went back to that mode where, oh, LeBron's back. All right, I'm going to chill. You but know, he that, been in that mode before does. he got back. As soon as they got the text that it, Re- 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 LeBron gonna come back, he was like, "All right, we fine." It's like you know what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll just he got the I'll eight points. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's he doing? But look, 
Now, Golden State, another team to kind of look out for, man. Golden State, 3-0 uh, lately, you know, in these last few games, beating the Mavs, beating the Rockets. They actually got two road wins, first against your Rockets and then against the Mavs. Uh, hey, man, everybody's got to get their game off against the Rockets, you know? It's just like... Yeah, that's Dame. <laughs> but, but now the Warriors have the fourth worst road record in the NBA. Look, they were down. They were at the bottom. Now they're here. So, yep, officially you know. nine and twenty-nine on the road now. Hey, that's Sorry. better. That's better than seven and twenty-nine or whatever the that's hell. Facts. So, so no, you know, it's it's definitely looking better right now uh, for them. And I'd like to think nobody wants to see them either. You know, they're them in and the, the Lakers. Playoffs right now they're actually in they're sitting they're sitting pretty uh these six seed right now right so at the six and you gotta look barely avoiding that plan and the clippers gonna fall a little bit more i think man uh you got pg sitting out uh pg got the what uh what do you, you hurt his leg right that was that was rough to look at yeah yeah man it, it, the, like, the human body is not meant to bend that way i, I think they said he's going to be reevaluated in Two, two, like three. at the end of the season, yeah, so two to three two weeks. Three is end of the season, basically. Yeah, yeah pretty much last so, I mean, day. It's, it's rough for the Clippers, but overall might be better for Russ. You know, as much as I mean, we've we've talked about roughing Russ enough, right? But no, because yeah. you know he's better off when he doesn't have to share the ball as much, right? Yeah, no, that's true. So with like one person gone from the little three-headed monster, I think it's the easy. Well, it's not a monster. But, <laughs> uh, I think it's it's good to take a look at Russ, see how much differently he plays, because yeah. you know Kawhi doesn't necessarily need the ball. He can kind of chill. He can plug him in. He'll get his shots whenever. Yep. So I mean, kind of expect to see him more of Russ taking charge now that he doesn't have like another shot taker. You know, he can hold the ball a little bit more. Yeah, no, I can buy into that. I also could see Russ trying harder and making a little uh, more rash decisions and, and causing and trying a little too hard. Right. Yeah, which can happen. So, like, I hope it happens. Not. Yeah. I, I root. I like Russ, man. I like I said, he's he's a Hall of Famer. He's a. He's, I don't, but I like the Clippers. So man, he was on my <laughs> squad, and and you know, like uh, he was on your squad. Like, no, like I, I I like Russ, and I hope I wish him well. But honestly, I, I see the Clippers really falling down a little bit more. They lost, like I said, PG and Kawhi. I guess he's got a face contusion or some nonsense as well. I don't know that he'll miss any time. But it might. I can't afford to miss time. He might be agitated. Uh, I mean, the thing is with Kawhi is like he's probably gonna want to play, but the staff will hold him out because that's. You think, man? It's. I mean, that's what everyone's been saying recently. I know I'm getting a little agitated by that because I've I've been a few games this year where I've I've been to some Thunder games and the other team got players sitting out for some in load management or some BS, man. I don't. it's not cool when I paid the ticket price when the guy was in the damn game and then they took him out and, the, you know, tickets are cheaper now, you know, like that ain't very cool. But nonetheless, uh, another team to look out for is the Pelicans, man. We got Zion possibly coming back in two weeks, right? They say he's going to be evaluated again in two weeks. He's okay to scrimmage. He's getting like, he's getting some time, right? Hey. With, that with was a guys, scary team when, the when they were fully healthy, man. They were up won, there. They won four in a row without him. 
Are you going to take that? You're going to add Zion. He's going to go down low, dominate like he was doing. Yeah. They might go back up to the... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> They're not going to go back up to the two seed. But hey, I'm but just they, saying, yeah. they were that dominant when they were fully healthy. They had Zion, yeah. Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum all playing. Yeah. Jose Very Alvarado well. doing the little things. You know, yeah. they were they were up yeah. there. They were one of those teams. The conversation at the beginning of the season was like, hold on, we might see a, a Memphis and New Orleans conference final, something like that, right? Because they were two hottest teams, you know? So yeah. it, was, it was a fair take to make at the time, but it's it just saying, you know, like, that's a team that is scary, is going to yeah. give you some run. They took the Suns to six last last year, yeah. when they were still more inexperienced. So it's like, it's a scary team. No, I agree. No, I agree. That's why I brought him up because you can't you can't mess with the with the Pels right now. Like I said, I think that's another team. They got a lot of guys on there uh, who I think can damage you. Uh, like you said, uh, Bi, Cj, uh, Grand Theft Alvarado. Uh, I like that guy a lot, man. He plays with such heart. Uh, I like that. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, but yeah, no, I, I like uh, what they can do. Um, another team. You know, OKC, OKC, giddy up, man. Uh, you got to watch out, man. Thunder uh, not looking so hot, sitting right now in the 10 spot, uh, half game above Denver. I think they might have just pulled the win tonight. Yeah, they did. They got the win. It looks like they got the win against uh, Portland, 118-112. So a uh, full game above Portland, Dallas. Man. Now, uh, with Portland, looks like they're sitting out. Uh, Dame, it's yep. It's been it's been really rumored like for the past week or so. You know that you heard his post his conversation just the other day. Is his interview like it sounded like he he was shutting it down? Mm-hmm. He said he don't want to play meaningless ball anymore. Which I mean, completely understandable. You know, at, at this point of your career, you know, it's like you've gotten paid, you've gotten your accolades, you've gotten stats you don't want to just you want well, freak, to win freak injuries could happen too even if you know in these final seven games wouldn't you rather him be healthy to start the season than him slip on the floor like KD you know what I'm saying I mean like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying or like you know I mean I'm just saying like yeah I think it is the better thing to do to shut Dame down for yeah. the season not just for you know like not just for his health which is obviously one of the main reasons but like also at this point the Blazers are out of playoff contention well, I mean, yeah, they are. Not only that, but they've got guys, young guys, who can ball, man. I like Sharp. Need, I, I need to see Sharp minutes. They've been inconsistent. I know. like Sharp. They had this kid, that Naz, uh, Nazir Little. Nazir uh, Little is very nice. Played very, very nice tonight. So I'm just so like... With that, if you if they're shutting Dame down with the intention of losing more games just to get their pick as high as possible, do you think they shut down Simons too, or do you think they give more rep? Nah, they're going to play him because I they're think even him. with them, they're still going to lose. You know what I mean? He's going to get the minutes yeah. he needs. There's still not enough to help. I get it. But, you know, you, you get the flip side. It's like, you know, he, he could be a 30-bomb away from, from winning your game. But, I mean, it's it's not as likely to happen as Dame, yeah. you know, dropping 40 and giving you the win. So it's right. very, you know, very fair. I hope he plays because I love Anthony Simons. You know, he's yeah, a very good too. player. I do too. Very electric, man. Yeah, I like I'm a Game big fan. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Big, big fan. No, no. I like. I'm a big fan. So yeah, no doubt. Um, but yeah, OKC. I like. I like their chances. Uh, they're a team that just won't quit as well uh, when they get in there to the play in. Uh, I like. I said they're gonna be a tough out. I just 
I think uh, they got uh, Shay's a dog. Giddy can ball. Uh, Dort, you know, and you know, he'll put you in the Dortcher chamber. You got to watch out. We got Kawhi. We got to ask Kawhi. You know, uh, both Williams, uh, both Jalen Williams, uh, both very good. And and you can't sleep on Isaiah Joe. He might be seriously shooter. One of the best three-point shooters off the bench that we got in the league right now. Like, I was so- I was thinking about it when they announced the roster for the three-point contest. They should have given this man an invite because for he, real, he lights it up, dude. Every t- every time I watched him in in real life, in when I was in OKC watching the games, or even on TV when I watched the games, every time he touches the ball, I think it's going in. Like it's I'm so not kidding. It. And it's it is butter. That's butter, man. It's so nice. Yeah, no. So the West is crazy right now. Another team, right? who just got their best player and will soon get their other best player back, the Timberwolves. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that's a, they're scary. They're scary. The Timberwolves lost Anthony Edwards in an yep. injury that people say looked like would take people out for like a month or two. Right? Seriously, I saw it. I thought and he he's was- back after like four games or something yeah he so i think he's got what lebron had early in his career uh he's got he found the vibranium mm. right right where it just heals at like an unnaturally fast rate unnaturally fast it's like where is this he's the, going to wakanda and, and healing very quickly and then coming back and playing basketball the, the wolverine adamantium yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely no it's impressive i'm, yeah, I'm man. seriously that's incredible the timberwolves currently the eight seed they're actually tied with the warriors at halftime 53 53 but right okay. now 500 team 37 wins eight seed they That's they cool. kind of been getting it together you know in the last two games getting a win but i mean you can tell without edwards there it, it hasn't been the same but now getting them back you know they're going to start looking a lot better they're going to start being another scary team then mm-hmm. you've got to think about carl anthony towns coming back at this point do you I mean, okay, if they're going to make the playoffs, then yes, they they bring Cat back. But like, you try to bring us back as bring him back as soon as possible because you don't want him to readjust into playoffs and having to cost you some games. That's kind of my concern with them. Yeah, I feel like they're going to make it. You know, they're they're going to be a scary team when they make it. It's just a matter of when they get their players back and how fast they're able to get back into the game. Yeah, and I think part of the thing I have for that team is I think I'm not sure the they're ready for that moment yet i mean does this make sense like kind of like memphis last year you just weren't sure that they were ready to beat golden state and you know and like it just i'm not sure even if minnesota gets all these guys back it's their time yet um that this is a team that's so talented you know i i I really think they could go deep next year i mean Anthony Edwards is good enough to win you a playoff series, right? But when you think about it, he's not off the leash yet. He's not. He's playing right now. He's he's not not playing so great because you know he just came back from an injury. Right now, he has like seven points at halftime, two for eight. Yeah, but you know he's. We obviously haven't seen his full potential. We saw a taste of what he can do in the playoffs last season, and he erupted he went crazy yeah no I, i'm just but i don't I, know like i said he can win you a game but against these top like top echelon teams in the playoffs it it's slim there's so many players on the team that need the ball man i just feel like he's out there sharing 
the load. I don't know and how then, to And Gobert is going to keep getting attacks in the playoffs because that's what they do. I think the best matchup for this team, for it to be a fun series, I'm not saying that this, not saying that they'd beat this team, but we'd get the most games would be the Kings. I think those be, two teams match up well. That would be a fun series. That would be a very fun series. I, I would, I'd love to watch a Kings and Timberwolf series because they're both young. I know they're going to be talking. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. It's be very absolutely. fun. Absolutely. Fox and Edwards, crazy. Yeah. A hundred percent. That would be a wild series. That would be great to see, man. Man, yeah. Any other notes you got to drop on the Western Conference? I think that's everything I had. Man. All right, man. Another great show today. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Set the record. I'm Malcolm Anthony. That's Cody. Check us out. We out here on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Out here working for five stars, okay? Don't forget. We out here on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter at Set the Record Pod. Like the Facebook page, Set the Record Podcast. Meditate. Make it go away.